0: This is Casey Hendrickson on News Talk 95.3 Michiana's News Channel, your breaking news and weather station. Good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3 Michiana's News Channel. Some of the things we have coming up, we will talk about that uh, huge GDP boom that we were told was impossible and wasn't going to happen. We're also going to get to some of the debate stuff that happened with uh, the Wilarski-Hackett debate and what else do we have here uh oh yeah the new york times is super concerned about their reputation after they got caught peddling more fake news all right uh some of you've asked me about the hack on the trump campaign and what ended up happening there well hackers stole 2.3 million dollars from a re-election account in wisconsin Hackers have taken $2.3 million from the Wisconsin Republican Party's account supporting Trump's reelection. the party's chairman told the Associated Press today. A campaign distru- uh, disruption in the critical swing state less than a week from Election Day. There are polls that have Trump up in Wisconsin, by the way. There are some that have Biden up as well. Wisconsin Republican Party chairman Andrew Hitt said that the suspicious activity in the account was identified on October 22nd and reported to the FBI the next day according to hit the hack appeared to start as a phishing attempt which is when scammers poses someone else over email or text to extract personal information the hackers were then able to alter invoices from four vendors providing pro-trump material and direct mail so that the payments from the wisconsin republican party went to them instead of the vendors funneling away a total of 2.3 million dollars obviously the hackers are extremely skilled and knowledgeable Hit said they came into one of the most vital battleground states at the perfect time when resources are being spent so again the fbi is looking into this uh, there's a brief seizure of the trump campaign's website by scammers earlier this week as well so this is a. Uh, this is what happens, you know, this is, this is just what happens from activists. And I'm, you know, here's the thing. I wouldn't be surprised if there is government actors involved in all of this too. We don't know yet, but I wouldn't be surprised. We know that China, Russia, Iran, Cuba, North Korea even have all uh, engaged in, in a political website um activity and things of that nature over the years so it's entirely possible could be just a group of left-wing activists that's this could be the theft could very well just be cyber criminals and they may not have a political agenda they just saw an opening you know we were talking an awful lot over the past couple of years about all of the local government websites that had been hacked and blackmailed these local governments were blackmailed into losing millions of dollars to get their systems released and data you know that they didn't back up properly data released and it should have been a warning sign even for you know groups that are non-governmental like the wisconsin republican party I, I, here's the thing if you are First of all, everybody should take cybersecurity seriously and everybody thinks they're not going to get hit. Reality is almost everybody's going to get hit at some point to various degrees. It's going to happen to probably all of you if it hasn't already happened. Some of you won't even notice it's happening for some time until after it happened. That's usually how it happens with some of these companies. They get hit. They didn't realize it happened until all of a sudden uh, a breach was discovered. But if you are in the political world After everything that has happened with servers and emails and everything else over the past 12 years, why on earth would you not have the the state-of-the-art protection and security for your systems that this could possibly happen? Now, again, you're dealing with skilled hackers and every system can be defeated. That is true. But I'm willing to bet once more information comes out, we will find out that the Wisconsin Republican Party didn't do everything that they should have done. And you'll probably find that there was a report somewhere from somebody who did an audit who told them to do things that they didn't do. Uh, maybe because it it, they didn't want to spend the money. They didn't think anything was going to happen. I don't know. But everybody should be aware of this in politics now. Everybody. Then you have so much money moving through the system, too. You know, you've got millions of dollars moving through that system. There's no reason that you shouldn't have a state-of-the-art security apparatus in place with very skilled professionals monitoring this 24 hours a day. It just doesn't make any sense that you would not do that. But um, I don't know all of the ins and outs about what exactly uh, happened here or what their system looked like. It's just that it seems an awful lot as somebody who used to be in this field, it seems an awful lot like they just did not have everything in place that they should have had in place. And I'm willing to bet somewhere down the line, some expert somewhere told them that they were at risk and they just didn't do it. Why? Because 90% of the time, that's what happens. I mean, it happened with the, uh, the Democratic Party, uh, who again, I, I'm, we, we now know, by the way, that they have zero evidence of, of uh, Russia's hacking their server. CrowdStrike has finally admitted after all of these years have finally admitted they had no evidence at all it was Russia, none. And we already knew that the federal government didn't have any evidence that it was Russia. I've already gone over and explained all of that. So every senator who came out of that classified briefing and John McCain led the way, every single one of them that came out of that and said, we have complete proof that this was Russia. Every single one of them was lying to you. And we knew that they were lying to you because the initial response was we didn't have any proof that it was Russia. And then suddenly, suddenly, um, they go ahead and they have this classified briefing that the, the public is not privy to. And suddenly, auto-magically, it went from, yeah, we're not really sure that this could possibly be Russia because they're using really old software. <laughs> to, yep, concrete. It's, it was totally Russia that hacked the DNC server 100%. And then they pretended for the next several years that the Republicans weren't targeted too. Republicans were targeted. Uh, they just, at the national level, repelled the attack. At some local levels, they didn't. Which again brings me back to this. We know in the last election that state parties were hacked. So why would you not do everything you possibly can with the most state of the art? sophisticated technology to protect yourself and i'm just i know that i'm kind of convicting the wisconsin republican party here without firsthand knowledge of anything but i'm willing to bet somewhere somehow there's somebody who said we need to upgrade this and they didn't do it and that person may eventually speak out i don't know Uh, Wisconsin is one of a handful of states won by a thin margin by President Trump in 2016 that seems to be moving in Democratic nominee Joe Biden's direction. This election cycle, that's Forbes. It depends on what poll you're looking at. Honestly, it depends on which poll you're looking at. Wisconsin um, has, after the riots in Kenosha, Wisconsin was moving heavily for Trump. So there's polls that have Trump winning Wisconsin. There's polls that have Biden winning Wisconsin. It's, we don't know. We're gonna find out on election night, but it was a narrow victory, and Wisconsin, as you know, uh, can go blue pretty darned easy. But you know, it's not been a good uh, not been a good week for cybersecurity in the world of the Republican Party, that's for sure. We've got more coming up, Newstock 95.3, five three, Michiana's news channel. Good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk ninety michiana's news channel. Once again, live streaming on D Live. Go to d slash Casey the host. Uh, people have been asking me what we're going to do on election night. So coverage is going to start. I believe it's seven p.m. on election night. People are asking how late we're going. We're going until midnight. And we don't know if we're going to have a winner. Honestly, I mean, it, I think that we'll have to have some kind of a landslide to declare a winner. Uh, other than that, I think that we'll cover it. We'll give you a general impression on how things look on election night. But then, of course, everything else is going to happen and uh, all of those extra ballots being counted. But we are going to be going. And uh, they asked me for to start at 7 or 8. I think I told them 7 because the Indiana polls will close at 6. The Michigan polls close at 8, but the Indiana polls will close at 6. So by 7 o'clock, we'll start having some some of the uh, the results coming back. And then we can go into the rest of it. I'm starting to line up some interviews on that. We have a whole team together to do that, but I will be live streaming on D live that night. So you will be able to watch on D live and listen on 953 MNC. So however you choose to consume election night coverage, we will be live doing that until midnight on election night on November 3rd. All right, uh, let's see here a, a bunch of uh, Jewish people. In Philadelphia, during the peaceful protest with violence again, they wanted to join the Black Lives Matter activists who were out there rioting and and assaulting uh, reporters and things of that nature. Of course, that gets left out. And, well, uh, the Black Lives Matter activists told the Orthodox Jews uh, to get the bleep out. So... There's that. A group of Orthodox Jews who said that they were showing solidarity were harassed by the mob in Philadelphia who shouted anti-Semitic hate at them until they were forced to leave for their own safety. It's one of the unspoken truths. There's a large chunk of black America that does not like people of the Jewish faith. And it's on display in Philadelphia. It's not universal, and it's by no means the the majority of black Americans. But there is a a huge anti-Semitic segment within the black community. And uh, a lot of celebrities perpetuate that, actually, because they're followers of Farrakhan, who, of course, hates Jews. So there is that. So, yeah, show up to show solidarity. Orthodox Jews, yeah, we're here to show solidarity with you and uh, get the bleep out and all sorts of anti-Semitic slurs being hurled at them. It's nice. It's real nice. Alright, Facebook is also, we talked about uh, Twitter suspending the chief of the Border Border Patrol for an accurate tweet about the border wall construction. And Facebook has permanently banned a veteran-owned apparel company, American AF. Now, if you don't know who American AF is, your clothing probably isn't of good taste. Now, American AF is great. That's a fantastic company. But the CEO of Facebook who testified before the Senate Commerce Committee, Zuckerberg claimed that Facebook does not censor or ban users based on their political beliefs, which everybody knows is complete and total crap. Obviously, that is not true. Uh, So we've also gone into the data and everything else on Facebook. They have reduced traffic to conservative websites 93% over the last several years. So they, disa- well, they, they removed a disabled senior citizens page without warning her because she was conservative last week. Uh, today, the famous page American AF with over 1.6 million followers and owned by a former Marine officer uh, was permanently banned by the platform over its political satire merchandise. So according to American military news, a Facebook representative said the brand was promoting merchandise with Trump and keep America great branding in a misleading way. Namely that it was official Trump merchandise affiliated with the Trump campaign. Uh, there is not a single person who knows who American AF is, who would ever think that this was official campaign merchandise. They have been, selling this stuff with this same type of artwork for five years now before that they sold things that were similarly styled in a political fashion about other candidates and other issues american af ceo sean Weil, former marine officer who founded the company in 2015 said that his company has never claimed to promote official trump campaign merchandise he says that facebook is targeting his business for selling trump merchandise now you all are very familiar with my history with Facebook and ads. Uh, I, I just, I'm rarely able to get any ad approved by Facebook. Now I certainly can't with my own company, but on my page too on Facebook, it is very difficult to get something approved. Wilde's art doesn't only parody or draw attention from Republicans. However, he has designs featuring notable Democrat figures such as former presidents Barack Obama and Bill Clinton. Um, he has licensed to use some of this art. Uh, I used to sell these same shirts with another company when they had, when they had the license. Their license expired. American AF picked up that license and has continued to produce these shirts with that licensed artwork. Uh, we're independent. They know that, Wilde told the American Military News. Uh, what that tells us, is that this decision is malicious. It was done to punish us, to stop us from doing what they think is helping Trump win the election. Uh, Wild's lawyer, Timothy Parlatore, told American Military News that Facebook's decision is a classic case of breach of contract. And I keep telling you, a lot of these lawsuits against social media are going to be breach of contract lawsuits. Yes, there is the Section 230 stuff and whether or not you are going to be a platform or a publisher, but also there is a breach of contract. You sign up to use their service. Now here's the currency that is exchanged. They tell you, you can use their service for free if you give them access to all of your data and to spy on you within confines of reason so they can target advertising towards you. And in exchange for that relationship, you are going to be allowed to post stuff that meets their terms and conditions. And obviously this doesn't violate their terms of conditions. So anytime you have Facebook or Twitter or whatever, violate their own terms and conditions by censoring somebody, that is a breach of contract. And yes, there's a monetary value to that, which people have successfully used, I might add, to sue social media companies. If they don't put the page back, then we don't have much of a choice than to file a lawsuit, the lawyer said. They acted in bad faith and their illegal actions have significantly cost my client in terms of revenue. Now, again, they, they, they do the, the, you know, fun caricature, patriotic stuff. Anytime you see, those of you who've watched me over the years and you've seen some of the shirts that I've had, you know, you got Donald Trump as Rocky Balboa and uh, Donald Trump riding on it, on a tank driving over things. And, uh, you got, uh, Monica Lewinsky hanging on the leg of Bill Clinton, you know, that sort of thing. That's what they do. Uh, that's again, it's it's not even original artwork that they have. They have it on license. There's an artist who creates most of this stuff and they revolve their license around to various apparel companies every few years. And you're able to get that license and then sell it. But it's, it just is what it is. You know, it's nothing nefarious or strange or weird about it. And they have things for all occasions. They have things for, well, I should say all ideologies, for Republicans, for liberals, it really doesn't matter. They have all sorts of stuff. Some of my favorite ones are the Ronald Reagan ones, but also the George W. Bush one where he is riding a, 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 a great white shark is hysterical. It's absolutely hysterical. But Let's be honest. Ronald Reagan riding a Velociraptor with an RPG is glorious. The one that I get the biggest reaction out of is Abraham Lincoln riding a bear. People really love that one. All right, we got more coming up. You're listening to News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. Don't forget you can go online and watch the live stream at DLive.tv slash casey the host. DLive.tv slash Casey the host, my website. Truth.us is where you get the daily show prep stop sending me messages on where you can get stuff you heard on the show you go to my website go to the daily show prep it will be in there got more coming up 95.3 mnc and good afternoon thank you for tuning in news talk 95.3 Michigan's news channel I want to thank r car company Locations in South Bend and Warsaw, RNB Car Company are your used car experts. Find them online at rbcarcompany.com. All right, let's talk about, uh, let see, Wuhan Whitmer or uh, Gretchen Whitler, uh, however you want to phrase it, or Wuhan Whitler. Really, we could have a lot of fun with her names. Uh, governor of, of Michigan, for those of you on the Michigan side of the border. Every time Donald Trump focuses on my state or on me, we see the violent rhetoric increase. We see the threats online increase. Yada, 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 yada. All right, so uh, she continues to lie about that stuff. Like I said, it's, you know, it's almost like people get upset when you violate your your constitution and uh, abuse your power. You know, people tend to get a little irritated and irked by that, especially when you lose in the courts and just still don't relinquish power. It's kind of... Kind of something that irritates people. So now we already told you that the people who plotted to kidnap her, allegedly, that they were not fans of Trump. They were anarchists who didn't like Trump. Well, the FBI came out yesterday, a man charged in an alleged conspiracy to kidnap Michigan governor, Uh, Gretchen Whitmer also made threatening online comments about President Donald Trump, former presidents Barack Obama and Bill Clinton, and other prominent political figures, according to the FBI, in a federal court filing. Okay. Again, we are dealing with crazed anarchists, who, by the way, align themselves mostly with the political left, but I have to keep reminding the Democrats, they don't like you you think they like you they don't like you every time there is an occupy wall street thing and democrats provide aid and comfort for for those folks you go on the ground there and they tell you how much they hate democrats why because they're anarchists they don't like big government either barry croft a resident of delaware hey somebody's running for president from there railed against numerous present and former elected leaders in private Facebook posts, according to Special Agent Christopher Long. Croft is one of six purported members of an extremist paramilitary group accused of scheming to kidnap Democratic Governor Gretchen Whitmer because of her shutdown orders to control the coronavirus. Now, what is left out of this article in The Washington Times is that those were now ruled unconstitutional orders. Long described the post in an affidavit supporting a request for a warrant to search that account that he allegedly created on September 2nd and closed on September 26th. The Associated Press obtained a copy of the document Wednesday after the Detroit News reported its contents. It said one Facebook post in May showed an image of Trump with a caption reading, True Colors Shining Through, Wanna Hang This? M bleepity bleep two. So I wanted to hang Donald Trump. Oh, he's such a right-wing MAGA supporter. Another post the next day. I say we hang everything currently everything currently governing us. They're all guilty. I say we hang everything currently governing us. Uh, they're not bright. They're not bright people. And what a deterrent rope. Hmm. Other profanity-laced posts spoke of hanging former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton for war crimes against humanity. Uh, Another asked which governor is going to end up dragged off and hung for treason first. I really like hanging. An exchange between Croft and, and an unidentified person referred to protests and potential acts of violence in South Carolina. Including an apparent reference to Republican Governor Henry McMaster, I'll be in Columbia, South Carolina on Friday, Croft Road on May 4th. They say they want their governor in custody. I want to grab them all and hold trial. A photograph of a news carried a caption calling for hanging Obama, both Clintons, Democrats, liberals, Muslims, and others, including Ilhan Omar and AOC. Apparent references. To Democratic U.S. Representative Ilhan Omar of Minnesota and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez of New York, the document said. Whitmer has repeatedly accused Trump of encouraging extremist behavior, yada, yada, yada. But see, this is the thing. First of all, um, if we are going to go the route of causing these lowest common denominators to become violence, as I've said for years, liberals own that. There isn't a single solitary argument that could be made by any serious person that liberals don't promote violence against Republicans or conservatives more than the other way around that's just a reality this is a a, this is one of those categories that is completely and totally dominated by the left in this country it's not exclusive but it is dominated by them beyond that unless you specifically have a candidate look at the camera and go to my supporters go kill Whitmer go kidnap Whitmer hold Whitmer on trial. Unless you have that, you're just bloviating nonsense and you're speaking foolishness. And no, Trump saying liberate Michigan was not a call to arms for militias to kidnap Gretchen Whitmer, you troglodyte amoebas. But this is important that everybody understand. She's running around and pretending that these people are Trump supporters and that every time Trump speaks about her Trump supporters come after her. That's not the reality. The reality is she abused her power and crazy people who are anarchists don't like it. Guess what? Other people don't like it either. And that includes Republicans and Democrats who have openly criticized her and how she's led her state. You, you understand something? The national media doesn't cover this, but local media in, in Michigan has pointed out fairly consistently, uh, not as much as I would like, but fairly consistently that Democrats in her own party are angry that she sent sick people into elderly communities. She did that, and then she lied about it. Gretchen Whitmer said, I didn't make that decision. My health department did, and we found out that that wasn't true when those emails leaked. She's the one that signed off on it. She's the one that lied to all of you about it, and then she tried to pass the buck when things went bad on somebody who was totally innocent and had no choice but to follow the governor's orders and now she's out there telling you donald trump is the reason that these anti-trump anarchists are coming after me no what they're doing is clearly wrong but they're doing this because what you did was clearly wrong And as I highlighted when this all broke, if you are an extremist and you violate the Constitution, you break the law and you start doing these things, guess what? The radical opposite of you is going to surface, and that is exactly what has happened in Michigan. If Gretchen Whitmer didn't do what she did and violate the Michigan Constitution, which the courts have ruled she did, and then continue to violate the court order afterwards, if she didn't do that, these people likely don't surface and plot this if in fact it really happened. Because I know some of you think that this is a, a giant um, conspiracy and it's a false flag. Uh, I don't know that it is, okay? I'm just, all I can do is go with what the FBI is, is saying at this point in time and, and until evidence surfaces otherwise, that's where I will be. But the reality is she was an extremist. She is an extremist. She still talks like an extremist. And as a result of Gretchen Whitmer's extremism, she is stoking the ire of other extremists that are extremists in opposite view of her. It's kind of the whole live by the gun, die by the gun philosophy. But don't for a second buy into this lie that the national media is giving you that these are Trump supporters who are plotting to take out Gretchen Whitmer because Donald Trump issued some dog whistle order on social media that never happened that is a lie these people who plotted to kidnap gretchen whitmer hate him as much as they hate her and they hate obama as much as they hate both of them and they hate bush as much as they hate the others and they hate clinton as much as they hate the others they don't like anybody that's who anarchists the radical anarchists are i know some of you are going there's there isn't anything but radical anarchists, Casey. No, there's uh, what you call pretend anarchists. There are people who pretend to be anarchists because they like wearing black and they like the anarchist symbol. But they don't actually know what anarchy is. There's a difference. Where's where's the... You know, MSNBC is sharing this, this post about how Gretchen Whitmer is blaming Trump. Every time Trump says something about me, these people come out of the works. Where is the bit in MSNBC that all of the people who plotted to kidnap her hated Trump? They're not Trump supporters. Where's that? Wouldn't matter if they were. But the reality is they're not. Convenient how that gets left out of news articles. The New York Times is really concerned about their reputation. I'll explain why coming up on 95 3 MNC. Good afternoon, thanks for tuning in to News Talk 95 for Radio Machines News Channel. Once again, I'm Casey Hendrickson. Broadcasting live on DLive right now at DLive.TV slash host. So we told you, it was kind of interesting that uh, when the story broke yesterday about the anonymous uh, news, well not news, anonymous column, it was an opinion column that was in the New York Times. And we ended up finding out who the mystery person was. This is something that was written a while ago. And it was the op-ed in the New York Times that said that they were a high level Trump administration official and that there are people inside the Trump administration trying to block his every move because he's crazy, he's horrible, yada, 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 yada. And the thing is, it never did pass the smell test. Back in August, Trump identified who it was. Uh, But anyway, they have now come out and they have told everybody who they are. And we covered this yesterday. But what was interesting about this Is when he came out and identified himself, we ended up finding out that he is not a senior Trump administration official at all. Not in the least. And every article that you read that was about Miles Taylor, every article that you read was just talking about, oh, here he is. He's so brave. He's finally coming forward. He's not living in fear anymore. He's uh, taking his own power back, yada, yada, yada. And I commented, and I said, it's kind of interesting that nobody in the news, none of these news articles that are commenting about Miles Taylor coming out and telling everybody who he is, none of them are pointing out that he straight up lied to everybody about who he was in his anonymous New York Times editorial when he published it. He's not a senior Trump administration official, and he never was. He was a low-level official that nobody knew. He worked for Christian Nielsen, Christian Nielsen, excuse me, And that was it. I mean, even Richard Grinnell is like, who? (laughs) He's like, none of us have ever met this guy. I don't think we ever saw him. He's not a senior Trump administration official, which means the story should have been automatically once he identified who he was. Why did he lie about his position in the administration? And if he lied about his position in the administration, well, wouldn't that possibly mean that he's lying about other things in his op-ed that should have been the take but that's not what happened so the new york times the new york times all of a sudden is trying to figure out um we might we might have a reputation problem because of this because after i posted that it turns out a bunch of other people picked up on the same thing like oh wait so you're telling me that this giant liar in the new york times got the new york times to publish fake news (laughs) about who he was uh the biggest concern is that it has the potential to become ammunition for people who want to undermine anonymous sourcing at the new york times writ large that's what one opinion staffer says and a bunch of others at the new york times are running around going we're really worried that this could that people are going to use this to attack our reputation well it wouldn't have been used against you if you didn't let this idiot lie to everybody in your, your newspaper, but that's what happened. And then I find out that the guy is from LaPorte. He's a local. <laughs> uh, more coming up next.